Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is the Miz, <laughs> WWE superstar. I am not rooting for the Bengals. The Bengals are going to lose. It's the Rich Eisen Show. The Los Angeles Rams are going to slaughter them. Iron sharpens iron as man sharpens man. Nothing else matters, fellas. We sharpen each other every day we go to work. Earlier on the show, host of NFL Honors, actor Keegan-Michael Key. Still to come, Pro Football Hall of Famer Kurt Warner. Senior reporter for the MMQB. Albert Breer, Colts running back Jonathan Taylor, and now it's Rich Eisen. Our number two of the Rich Eisen show on the air here on the Wednesday of Super Bowl 56 here in Los Angeles, California, just up the road from us. We just had a great first hour chat. My gosh, with the funny and brilliant um, Keegan Michael Key, he is hosting NFL Honors tomorrow night, and it will be at this point tomorrow that we're setting the table for honors and the one aspect of this week that's different than previous Super Bowls since honors has been created I I, I go far so, so back kids uh to remember that um the Super Bowl week had the AP announcing coach of the year and MVP through a press release, essentially, uh, on a Tuesday or a Wednesday of the week. And then the NFL is like, you know what we're going to do? We're going to have an award show. Great idea. Yeah. And we're going to do it the night before the Super Bowl. And then it was about three years ago when they folded the Hall of Fame announcement into NFL honors and put it all together. And the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award put it all together. But they're moving honors this time around to Thursday night. Now, I haven't really had much of a conversation with anybody about it, but... Uh, the thing I think that I, I like very much about it and it is because on Friday, what do you think we're going to be talking about on this show? Oh, the awards. 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 Because on Friday of Super Bowl week, we're, we're, everybody's ready for the game. It's just like, yep. can we play it Friday? You know what I mean? Like, that's... Super Saturday. That, that's it. Yeah. That's it. Like, we're ready to go. I mean, what else do we need to do? Just everybody stay locked down, go through your walkthroughs, stay healthy, don't do anything stupid, and we'll see you Sunday. And um, in previous years, the Saturday night honors was like a small segment in our eight and a half hour long Super Bowl show where it's like, hey, let's talk about honors last night. And then you move on from talking about MVP, offensive player of the year, defensive player of the year. Now, that's going to be fodder for shows like this one and everybody to bat around all Friday. Great idea. Let's go. And... um, 
can't wait to have the conversation as to who's going to win the awards and all of that stuff. And on tomorrow's show, that's going to be front and center, asking that of our guests and uh, Troy Aikman and Dak Prescott. Dion's going to be calling into the program on Thursday. Chris Berman will be here. Kurt Warner's about to stop by. Just good times. As we're now in the middle of the week, and the, the players, this is when they're asked the same question for the millionth time in a row. <laughs> Tomorrow will be their final press availability of the week, and they're probably going to be like, okay. And that's why I remember Tuesday used to be the media day yeah, for all the media, and, and players would be like, then what's Wednesday and Thursday? Because I'm talking then too, just not – for a straight hour. Or it went we to someone in a, you know, wedding gown. What do you make of <laughs> right. Exactly. That's why it helped to have Snoop around, right? Yeah. What do you what do you make of um Keegan Michael Key saying that Stafford's in the Hall of Fame if he wins this yeah, game? Yeah, you know, uh, I that's mean, interesting. That's and that's one of That's I, interesting. All right, where's my list here? Uh, Stafford is number 2 on my Super Bowl 56 top 10 storyline list. And that's the main conversation about him, about the two things that that Keegan spoke about. His decision to leave Detroit and having come here now to Los Angeles and in just his first year, having as many playoff games played in his first year as he had in his entire tenure in Detroit, three. He lost all of them in Detroit. He has to date won all of them here in Los Angeles. He can be not only a Super Bowl winning quarterback, but above 500 playoff quarterback by the end of Sunday. Wow. And he comes into this game with almost 50,000 yards passing and over 300 touchdowns thrown. No quarterback has ever had those numbers entering his first career Super Bowl appearance, period. He is a first in all of that. So I have now set it up for your response to that. Yeah, I've heard a lot of people talk about Matthew Stafford and you know his kind of detractors say, well, he's only been to one Pro Bowl. Uh, Jared Goff took the Rams to the Super Bowl. Yeah, but he did it kind of early on. Matthew Stafford has a resume. Um, he's in his early 30s. He, he could play another six, seven years at the top of his game if he stays with the Rams and they're as loaded as they are. He, I'm pretty confident in saying he's going to retire as maybe top three all-time passing yards, passing touchdowns. He is going to be up there in all the records. So while I don't think a Super Bowl win and then he retires, he's in the Hall of Fame, but I'm saying win the Super Bowl on Sunday, play another five, six, seven years, accumulate all the stats, get to 75,000 yards passing uh, for his career, and he, he's definitely in the Hall of Fame. Well, I mean... When Calvin Johnson, our Friday guest, joined us um, on Friday, uh, Calvin Johnson came into the league. His first two quarterbacks were John Kitna and current ESPN analyst Dan Orlovsky. Yeah. And then Stafford arrived. Okay. Then Matthew Stafford arrived when Calvin Johnson was 24 years old. And if Calvin Johnson winds up being a first ballot Hall of Famer, which he did, who's the guy who threw him all those footballs? <laughs> okay. And in terms of his, I guess, all-time record, 
possibility. Let's call this one up right here. Because yeah, Matthew Stafford is 34. There's no unconceivable reason why he couldn't play till he's 40. You know, Chris, you and I, like two years ago, we were randomly talking about Matt Stafford. And yeah, he's he's the currently, same thing. He's, yeah, currently, he's, he's currently, on trajectory. He's yeah. currently 12th all-time. Next year, he will pass John Elway 11th all-time. Mm-hmm. Problem for him right now is a guy in front of him directly is Aaron Rodgers, who's just going to keep on adding space between the two of them. Just 6,000 yards separate them. Right. Then um, 8,000 yards away is Eli. Matt Ryan's going to keep adding in front of him. We assume. We do. I think we can. And he's going to have those numbers. Yeah, but in, in two years, he's going to pass Dan Marino. In three years, he's going to pass Phillip and Ben. So he's going to be in the top five in three seasons. Matthew Stafford with 323 career touchdown passes. That's 12th all-time as well. He needs 19 to catch Fran Tarkenton. He needs 40. So in other words, 40, well, 43. So that's how many Brady had this year? Stafford had 40. So let's say he does that again. He would catch Eli and crack top 10. There you go. Matt Ryan's one in front of Eli. Uh, he's got a long way to go to catch. Big Big Ben had 418 career touchdown passes, man. Ben had some big seasons, yeah. So Stafford's going to have to keep going and going and going, but he's got the ability to do it. Let's just say he gets 30 a clip or 35 a clip. He's healthy, he stays healthy, and yeah. McVay's the one who's dialing it up. I mean, he could wind up, as you pointed out, he could wind up top. Yeah, top want, 10 for sure, top five. I'm saying you want to give him I mean, maybe 150 more touchdown passes in his career. I mean, that puts him well, I mean, it, ahead of that, Elway, way, ahead that, of Rivers. By the way, I mean, that's that would be three and a half years uh, of playing in the McVay offense. He'd have to, if he plays to as, lo- as long yeah. as, like, say, Roethlisberger did mm-hmm. and Breeze did and what appears Ryan is going to do and as long as Rodgers is playing – he could, you could give him another 200 at least. And I think if you, and then, if and then, and then he's in a 500 touchdown club. And if he's got a, a Super Bowl right. ring exactly. on top of it, all the numbers add in the ring, Hall of Fame, no doubt. No doubt. I'm interested to see think, what Kurt will think about this. I mean, he's there. He is there. Kurt did it for two, you know, he did it two places. And, if you want to and, take he, the, and, and he turned no, around. Kurt, and he turned. Uh, here's the thing, too. Kurt. And you know, um, here's the thing with Kurt. Kurt took turned around. What's the? the here's a fifty cent word that um, that uh, um, that uh, Keegan Michael Key would mm-hmm. call fifty moribund teams. You want to look up the word moribund, uh, Mr. Syracuse over there for those that's Big scoring at home. Alert. Big word alert. He, word he alert. turned around two moribund franchises. Uh, of a person or thing at the point of death. Oh yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not comparing Kurt. I'm just saying. I wonder. Well, I mean, what his but that's something. That's something yeah. Matthew didn't do in Detroit. It wasn't so. Morbund. Well, I mean, he didn't. He didn't take the Lions to the Super Bowl. No. Kurt took the Rams to the Super Bowl, and then he took the Cardinals to the Super Bowl. All right. So there's that. Should the Rams were rings. the Rams were doing jack squat on toast. And they got Marshall, and they got all, and they and they put together a terrific team that they thought Trent Green was going to lead to the championship. Minute, you guys know I'm not comparing him to Kurt. I'm saying I wonder. No, what you're Kurt, asking what I'm giving wonder, you a, an insight into his gotcha, mindset as right. he might how he might approach this. Is what I'm saying. 
So he's very cerebral, is what you're saying. No, it's just it, it, Kurt has a very a good sense of of what he's done and how long it took him to get in there. Mm-hmm. And also on the flip side, if you, you know, look at Joe Burrow, I know he's in his second year, but if he wins the Super Bowl, dude, he's on the path to the Hall of Fame as well. Dan Patrick on this show Monday, and then when I appeared there on Tuesday, and I'm sure knowing Dan and his lead pipe wielding professional broadcasting acumen, I'm sure he's saying it every day on his show. If Burrow wins it, he's halfway to the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Because two is usually what gets you in. And I don't know if Brady is now going. I don't know if Brady's now going to change that um, equation. Where it used to be two gets you in because that was halfway to Bradshaw and, and, um, and Montana. Two gets you in. Two, you the two, other two gets you two gets your quarter of the way in. to the one guy that's just two gets you sort in. of retired. Yeah, but Ben and Eli are are, are in. Yeah, two are going gets to be in. in. Are going to be in. Right. And so that's that's kind of the market. The only, the only quarterback want... without two is not in is Jim Plunkett. So that's which that's is absurd. Of, yeah, uh, you know, that's just crazy. So you're not guaranteed. Then is what we're saying, right? That's correct. You're not guaranteed. But Burrow being halfway there in his second year. Please hear me. Please hear me when I say this about Burrow. Please hear me when I say it. I don't know how many people are saying this. Burrow wins it. The comparisons to Brady are going to be off the charts. Off the charts. I don't know who it was that said it, but clearly, if you just look at the second year that they're playing football, Joe Burrow is so much better than Tom Brady. Well, and 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 yeah, and Brady didn't come off of a knee injury. He just came off of a year where Bledsoe Bledsoe yeah. was the man, right? And he needed he needed a uh, an injury to Bledsoe to get his opportunity. Right. And then if you see the Tuck Rule documentary, he needed you know uh, an interpretation of a rule that was properly interpreted. It, and you know I, I thought it was a proper interpretation of a rule yeah. that was friggin' terrible. But even Brady but, says in the doc, if it if that call stands as a fumble and they lose that game. He doesn't know if he's the starter right in, the next year. in 2002. I know. There's so many different things that Brady needed to have break right for him. And then clearly he, and the with Chiefs, those breaks, with those breaks, he made, he made the greatest chicken yeah, salad of all time. And the Chiefs are the know? Raiders for Brady, for, for Burrow, because he beat well, that team. Well, he, I guess. Right? I, 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 but it, it wasn't born out of controversy about a rule or anything no, like no, that. I get that. What I'm saying, though, is the comparisons, though, I think we're a little bit off the – I, I just want to get it to a finer point about what I'm saying about him being compared to Brady. One in his second year, right? Brady did it too. And, it, you know, Burrow was a self-made man in college, although he did have to go somewhere else. Brady had to battle Drew Henson's um, local stardom and split time with him. But when the chips went came down, Lloyd Carr turned to Brady in bowl games and in fourth quarters, and it was the end of that. Um, but the comparison that I'm making here that I think is going to be through the roof, through the roof if Burrow wins, is we will always be spending the rest of our days in this league with a kid winning this soon, this early, and looking so cool and having all the intangibles going his way. I know it's rarity. We saw it with Mahomes, and now we're seeing yeah. it again with Burrow, potentially. Potentially. Again, we can't get ahead of ourselves here because, as we all know, Aaron Donald can turn this carriage into a pumpkin pretty damn fast um, on Sunday night. 
that we are going to be spending the rest of our days to see who's starting fast enough with the proper intangibles in place and the ability to win football games with a team around him. Who's got the ability to one day catch Brady? Will we ever see it? Will we ever see it again? Seven rings, 10 appearances. Who's going to be able to catch that? Got to start fast, as you know. You got to also end strong. Play a long time and win a lot after turning 37. Brady won four of his seven after turning 37. So even if Burrow does this and starts winning enough three in the first four years, could you imagine the Bengals do that? But let's just say he matches Brady for that. Then that's what we're going to be talking about. Is he the next Brady? Is he doing that? But then he's got to win late, play late, play a long time and win late. Because Brady did it three and four in his first early years and then four after 37. And it's also the play the long Please. time, like you said. That's right. It's 20 years Correct. of sustained excellence. Yeah, and then in your, in your final game, throw one over the best cornerback in the league yeah. to lead a comeback down 27 to three. Well, and, and your final and, season, right. lead the league in yards, attempts, yeah. completion, touchdowns. Maybe be the MVP. Bro, bro we're always going to be in search for the next one. Yeah. Always. I have a feeling that. And it starts with Sunday if he wins. Yep. Show, that's my that's my two cents on that. Talk shows back in 1983, whoever they were, whoever was on top. I have a feeling we're having a pretty similar discussion about a guy, curly haired kid in Miami wearing 13 going to. This no, I know too, man. Oh, Super Bowl. oh no, sure. I know. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Like Joe Burrow, better look around and Enj- soak yeah, it in. Exactly. Enjoy. It that's what Marino would tell you. I'm, I, I obviously I don't yeah. remember that well, yeah. but I'm sure knowing how great Dan Marino was. Yeah. They're probably like, this is the first of many trips. Yeah, and he certainly. never hooked got... up to the winningest coach of all time. Yeah. And then it never happened again. So I hope Can everyone's enjoying that? it, man, because you just don't know. I know. Good point. I don't want to be like the no, da- Debbie Downer. Not, I mean, downer. Come on, you're we're not, having no, so much fun hyping like Burrow dude, up. Like, you're not the Downer like that. What you are is you're, you know, an Eastern time zone guy who, East brings, that, yeah. who yeah. brings that perspective from the Pittsburgh area where Dan Marino hails from. Where I used to dunk on a court called Dan Marino. You, oh, if you listen to the Rich Eisen Hoops Basketball podcast, podcast yeah, you would good. know, yeah. Uh, let's a take a break. Kurt Warner's here, folks. Kurt Warner's here. So we'll talk oh. to Kurt. We will ask him about this subject matter very much so when we come back on the Rich Eisen Show. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. 
Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome back to the Rich Eisen Show. NetSuite by Oracle is a sponsor of the Rich Eisen Show. Ready to upgrade? Go to netsuite.com slash rich. Uh, I will spend an insane amount of time with this man on Sunday. Eight and a half hour edition of NFL Game Day Morning starts at 9 a.m. Eastern Time. His movie is available everywhere, pretty much. Uh, American Underdog, what a great, beautiful movie about his family and his career. Courtesy of TiVo right here, the man who has the record for most passes completed to me on the NFL Game Day Morning demo set. Kurt Warner, how are you, sir? Good most to see passes you. without a drop. As well. By the way, yeah, yeah. How, now, how how about it? I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. We're celebrating the two best teams in the NFL right. this week and your career. <laughs> but let's talk about my catching ability it's, this year. It's huh, been Kurt? pretty good this year. I mean, that's a high register. You've had to track a couple things. That. I've seen the 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 one handed catch while you're in the middle of of leading into something. <laughs> yes. But as you did say, we have eight and a half hours on Sunday. I have to believe <laughs> there's going to be a couple more opportunities for catches or drops. Yeah. On Sunday, so we got we got to try to finish the year perfect. I don't know, man. I know there's eight and a half hours, but did you see the promo that they put together? Yeah, the, there's 21 human beings I, on there. I know. I, but, I I don't even know. I can't even imagine. You were three uh, human beings shy of running an 11 on 11 <laughs> drill on the demo. Field, that is which, a, yeah, a full we, demo field. Like we got two full teams. I mean, it's insane. Yeah. Well, did you see this trophy that's sitting right? Look here? at you. Look at you, big time. You get a chance to. You. How's the trophy for a little while? Yeah, huh? we've had it here for okay. a couple of days. What I was like it, it? What was it like for you to pick this baby up? Oh my gosh! Day? I mean, what was that like? So, so many emotions. Um, you know, just obviously winning the Super Bowl, to win it in the fashion that uh, that we did in yeah. the season where I took over as the starter and kind of that magical run. I mean, it was incredible. But you know, when you hold that thing. For the first time, you know, so many things come back to you, mm-hmm. um, you know, about your journey and, you know, where you've been and, uh, you know, what happened that particular season to get you to that point. Because there's so many things that happen that you go, man, if that would have just been a little differently, we're probably not hoisting this trophy. And, you know, I think about the two quarterbacks that are going to be in this game. I yep. mean, you hoist that thing, uh, you know, Matthew Stafford. I can't imagine all the emotions that would go into that with the move that was made a year ago, and then the culmination of this. Joe Burrow, I mean, you can just look back at the playoffs with the, the Bengals and go, okay, if that didn't happen, they wouldn't have won that game. And if that didn't happen, they wouldn't have won that game. And now here they are with a chance to win it all. So it is, uh, it is a great moment, uh, no matter who you are, no matter how much you play, to culminate everything that you've been through and put into uh, to this game. Let's take it one at a time, then. Do you think Stafford gets a bust in that gallery? In Canton with you, if he wins this game, do you um, think that happens, Kurt? I'm not sure if it's as easy as just winning this game. I, I think there's more to come. But what I know is that 
if he was able to duplicate some of the things he did in Detroit after winning this, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think there's there's a great chance that he ends up in Canton. I think there's still a few more questions with him that, oh, that people right? want to see him. I, I, I believe so. And again, you know, I think there's so many different things that go into it. But what I've loved about the playoffs is that I believe Matthew Stafford's played as well as any of these quarterbacks. And he was overshadowed by Josh Allen in that first game with that unbelievable game he had. And then yes. Patrick Mahomes brings his team back from 13 in 13 seconds to win uh, the game the next week. And so it kind of overshadowed. But if you look at the whole of the playoffs, Matthew Stafford had played some incredible football and really the reason that the Rams are here. So I think that goes a long way. Uh, but but I'm not sure just that one season is enough to kind of stamp his spot in Canton. That guy has almost 50,000 passing yards coming into this I, game. I get it. I get it. But, you know, again, I, I think there's there's – bigger things that go into it and winning is a big part of that yes. so obviously i think this would go a long way okay then uh what what is it about joe burrow <laughs> that, uh, uh, that now i know it's it is such a clear um intangible yeah but what are you seeing on film that is like okay that is unicorn yeah. that is unique that is something that is very difficult yeah. to do what are you seeing well you know it's so funny because we look at these quarterbacks in this day and age and and we want to pull out their superpowers and oftentimes you can see the superpowers of these guys now that lamar jackson's and the kyler murray's and the the speed and elusiveness that they have or a josh allen you know the size and his ability to run over people in the cannon arm and, and patrick mahomes with all the crazy stuff that he does and not many people think about this up here as a superpower the ability to see and understand what you're seeing and make quick decisions and get the ball to the right guy and that is joe burrow's superpower is that for a young guy his ability to process information quickly and get the ball out of his hands is second to none and you couple that with how he's never faced i mean you know against the titans he gets sacked nine times And it just, I keep plugging. I don't worry about anything else around me. I just do my job. And I think those are two things that really stand out about him. And then what, you know, when we want to talk about this it factor, that's his it factor. It's it's what's going on mentally in his mind for a young guy that hasn't been in the league very long to handle everything that's kind of been thrown at him with some of the struggles they've had up front uh, has really been a difference maker. And, you know, you know, for me, it's fun because he plays the game like I played the game. And so when people can't really see that superpower, they don't really know what it is. But that, to me, is something that's, that's special. The guys that have it are rare. Greatest to ever play the game that just retired in Tom Brady. That's what he had. He wouldn't necessarily wow you with anything he did physically, but mentally he always reacted well in the biggest moments. And it seems to be that uh, is what Joe Burrow does. Kurt Warner here on the Rich Eisen Show. So um, you just said – Something that, that, that stuck out at me. You referred to Tom Brady as the guy who just retired. Did he? Yeah, he did. You, did he? Yes, he, he did. did. Just I retired. saw it on Instagram. Then I saw it on Twitter, and I read about it. And I heard about it. And then I heard him this past Monday he, talking about never he say never. said never say never. Yeah, like, but why? You well, never know, right? I mean, nobody wants to you know, be the guy that says, I'll never come back, and then... Some crazy situation happens, and yeah, but the crazy you know, situation could be the pretext to saying I said never, but you know something like this. I mean, it could I didn't be. see I coming, mean, look at, but look I mean, Eric Weddle, like he didn't think he was playing in the Super Bowl. He didn't think he true. was going to play again. He thought that's he true. was done, and that's true. You know, and so I don't know. Maybe Tom just doesn't want to be wrong, so I say you know never say never. But, yeah, God, but he's got to be done. I mean, you can't make a, a comeback it? at 
I don't know. I mean, he probably could. Excuse I, me, sir. One of the many reasons, and there's many, uh, that your story is so unique and is in theaters near you, there's a guy named Brett Favre who played. Yeah. And um, I spent many a night <laughs> at NFL Network in the yes. early years waiting for him yeah. to make a decision, not going home because he made a decision that went against the decision that he right. made. Then they moved on to another guy, and he said, now wait a minute, I'd like to backtrack on my decision for the yeah. X number of times. He's in the Hall of Fame with you. No, so no doubt. You think, you think Brady's done? Or? I do believe he's done. So uh, then why would he well, say I, what he's saying? I mean, again, I, I think you just you'd leave everything open, and maybe it's just fun to be able to have people – like us, continue to talk about him even when he's done. But I, I mean, I think there's two things to me is that okay. the work that Tom puts in to get ready for a season. Yes. I mean, that's not something that you just kind of fall into like, oh, you know, I'm, I'll come back for training camp and, and go play again. He wants to put in that work to be great. And then I think the second thing is oftentimes why people come back is they miss it, but they don't really have anything else that they're they've got to do. And mm -hmm. so they find themselves in the fall going, oh my gosh, what, what am I going to do with my life? I don't think Tom has that issue, whether it's family stuff that he's doing or all the different business endeavors that he's going to take on. And I think he's going to have something that is going to feed that competitive nature inside of him. Maybe not like those three hours on Sunday afternoon, but he's got plenty of stuff yeah, no. that will fill that void. And so it took for those two reasons, I just, I, I don't see it. It took him three business days though. I mean, he said he tweeted, he tweeted and Instagrammed it out on a Tuesday, yeah. and then Monday, Jim Gray on his own podcast asked him, "You know, are you definitely retired?" <laughs> and then he gave this very well thought out and reasoned response that uh, kind of caught me off. It's still gone. fresh. It's still fresh. You know, how like, long did it take for you to finally say, "I'm done. I'm done"? Um, how long did I that mean, happen? I knew when I retired, but I had also been thinking about it the year before. So we went to the Super Bowl the year before right and i was contemplating it as we were making that run and and you know just some of the things that go into it i was like this may be it for me and you know so once the super bowl was over and, and i kind of got away uh, i was kind of waiting to see if that itch came back and like that fire came back and it was a couple of weeks and i'm like all right i still want to play again about halfway through the next year um that feeling came back like this is it, you know, the, the work that goes into it, the commitment that you have to make, uh, the toll that it was taking on me physically. It was just kind of like, it's time. So I knew halfway through the year I was going to retire. And so I had a half of a year to, for it to sink in and going through the playoffs and talking to the people that were close to me. And so I knew pretty definitively at that point in time I was done because it had, you know, carried on for about a year and a half of, of me contemplating it. I've never asked you this question, so I'm going to do it anyway. Um, so if Ben's pass was a little underthrown or went off the fingertips of Santonio Holmes or he dotted the, the out of bounds part, would you have retired? I don't know. That's a great question. Um, I'd never really thought of it that way either. You know, for me, it was just the feel of, do I want to come back or do I not want to come back? Um, but I don't know. I mean, you know, cause I'm sure that. You know, maybe that overrides even the feeling you have like, okay, I feel like I should play another year. But, man, if I play another year, like, I, there's no way I'm going to finish it like this. Um, but I don't know. It never crossed my mind because I, I never really, you know, considered uh, retiring until I got away from things and, and reflected on 
what I was feeling. But, but maybe uh, if you had that magic carpet ride send off, you know, yeah, maybe and that's what Brady's sitting around thinking. Right, I, that could be my, my last nap was handing it off to I mean, Leonard Fournette. Yeah, like I I didn't get to touch the football. I mean, I mean a great I mean, example for you in that was Dick Vermeil. After our win in in '99, yeah. he retired. You know, because he's like, oh my gosh, you know, went from here to there, and now I won my championship, and and everything feels great. And he retires, and you know. A year later, he's back coaching the Kansas City Chiefs. He's like, what, what was I doing? You know, right. like the emotions of that moment led him to retire as opposed to, you know, maybe just the feeling like I was done. So, I don't know. Maybe maybe you got something there. Okay. Storyline that yeah. you can keep going for a little while. Yeah, all right. Let's keep. Uh, you know, we could do that. Good thing Vermeil didn't have a podcast to come on the air and say, <laughs> you know, I'm done or I think I'm done or anything like right. that. Okay, uh, TiVo, uh, right, TiVo Spring 4K. What do you uh, stream 4K bringing all your streaming content? And favorite live and streaming shows, movies, and sports together in one place. That's yeah, it's, it's awesome. Um, okay. You know, so my wife is a streamer in my family. Suze, are you or do you guys no. both stream? We're on Peacock, sir. So oh, okay, all right. Yeah, so you don't stream anything else. No, I mean, okay. all right, okay. No, We're at our I'm, house. I'm saying yes while being self promotional. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. we uh, we stream yes. everything, specific, specifically my wife, and so yeah. she's got a million things, especially during the season. Like, oh, you got to watch this show and you got to watch that movie. Yes, and so I'll try to, you know carve out a little time for her and inevitably yeah she tried to find her show she's like oh i don't know what streaming network it's on it's on this one or it's on that one and right. she's navigating around and i'm getting bored like i gotta go i gotta go do my work i gotta go watch film so the uh, tivo stream 4k is one device plug it into your tv brings all your streaming services together on one screen you just type in the search whatever show you want to watch like if you're into sports movies, you want to type in American Underdog. Nice. Boom, it's going to pull it up from whatever streaming service. You don't have to worry about it. It's easy to use. Yes. If you're a sports you know, fan, yes. it will read your history, as all smart devices do. And so it'll pop American Underdog up there. If you haven't seen it yet, I don't know why you wouldn't have seen it. But if you haven't seen it yet, yes. pops it up there because that is one of your favorites. And so everything in one house, you don't have to worry about looking around to all the streaming services because it just pulls it uh, from whichever one your favorite show is on. And so we're kicking things off on Saturday, Super Bowl weekend, with a little live uh, cooking show oh. as well as a watch party for American Underdog. Dang. So if you want to find out more about that, you can go to blog.tivo.com. If you want to buy the uh, TiVo 4K, stream 4K, you can go to TiVo.com or Amazon. And boom, I just made your life easier. Yeah, you did. I did. You did. And I did. I, I, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm, I don't know. I feel like I'm, I'm going to take a little credit for something here, Kirk. Okay. You being um, self-promotional a little bit right there while also <laughs> being promotional, did have I kind of shown you the way on well, that front I mean, a little bit between, over the years, Kurt? Between I, you yeah. on one end of the desk yes. and Irv <laughs> on the other end of the desk, I mean, I am sandwiched between self-promotion uh-huh. for four hours, yes. eight and a half hours on Sunday. Yes. And so it just starts to rub off a little bit. I just realized, wait a minute. So I have two eyes in my name. Irv has three. Oh. Mariucci has two. And you're just the guy. I got nothing. You're the team. I you're the nothing. team. You're the right. team. You're the team player. I got a W and an E. I got a Wii. <laughs> I got a Wii. <laughs> There we go. <laughs> that's a, that is an applause line. I agree. That's very, very well yeah. done. Who wins the game, Kurt? What do you got for me? 
You know we're not, we, we can't Come tell the people. On. I know it's your Come show, but on. we have eight and a half hours to talk about who's going to win oh. this game. That's but, a Rams. It's a Rams. You're, it's, it's whose house? It's Rams' house. Because you do that. You, you're very good at that, too. You're like, well, I got to go with this. And you, you spend eight hours breaking down film and giving everybody the possibilities. Because... You know, you just possibilities, you know, right? You, 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 I think you take it as a personal affront being asked to choose one team over another. I, when I there do are so many variables. You right. do I can and, see, until like, I get a chance to break down in front of everybody all the different things <laughs> that I see, uh, and then I, I will give a prediction when it's all said and done. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that last whatever hour of our show before I head over to the stadium to call the game. I oh, will. That's right. You're calling the uh, yeah, Westwood yeah, one. I get to call the game as well. So How many Super Bowls is this you calling? This now? is my fourth. Yeah. You and uh, Kevin Harlan. Kevin Harlan. Yeah. Westwood yeah. one. Yeah. So I'm, uh, I'm pumped. I, I think it's going to be a great game. And I just, I'm one of those guys that I played in a Super Bowl where I didn't feel our team played our best football. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing worse than walking away and going in this moment, we didn't play our best. You know, win or lose, not as important as do you play your best football. So that's my hope is that we get a great football game. Okay. Both of these quarterbacks play great football. Everybody walks off the field going, you know what? We left it all out there and the best team won. And uh, I'll tell you who I think the best team is. So, so okay, so which, which was the one that you didn't play your best football on? Which one? Oh, the second it? one against, you know, I mean, New England. And we were, I mean, 14 point favorites. And that's the other beautiful thing, right? Is that. Rams are going to be the favorites going into this game, the underdog. Yeah. Uh, you know, Bengals going into this game. But I've been in a game where I've been the underdog and I've been the favorite. And, you know, that's what it's all about is that that's why we play those three hours that you play 10 times. Maybe one team wins nine out of 10, but doesn't matter. Right. It happens one time. Well, since you brought this up, I don't know if you, before I let you go, have you seen the Tuck Rule documentary, the 30 for 30, the NFL, the film's documentary? With, yeah, I believe have you I seen, have. It, it just came out just oh, three years no. ago. Oh, no, so okay. I've seen something else it's that with, they did. It's with Brady and uh, uh, Charles, Charles Woodson, Woodson, who's okay. on tomorrow's show. Uh-huh. It's Brady and Charles sitting down and watching the play oh, okay. no, together. Okay. They've never talked about it with each other before, and they break it down. It's a whole 60 minutes on it, and the number of things that happened in the game leading up to it and then after it yep. as well that could have knocked Brady and the Patriots out. And maybe, it, I don't know, right. you, you might have been taken on the Raiders that, yep. that year as well. Yeah, no, no, know, no doubt. I obviously, mean, that's, so much had, could have gone into all of this. Right. And that's the one thing that you realize you know, when we talk and we do all of our stuff on our show and you, know, you let us know who you picked at the beginning of the year and if they're in the Super Bowl, like you knew something special, which he didn't know anything special. It just got lucky. See, oh but, but that becomes the point, right? Is that everybody that gets to this oh, point, yeah. there's things that play in their favor mm-hmm. that you don't think about. There's moments in different games that you go, man, if that would have just been a little bit differently, you know, we might not be sitting in this moment. And every team can do that in every single game. And it's the beauty of our sport. It's it's overcoming those moments. It's, you know, it, it's the tart drop of the interception. Did yeah. that change everything? Did the, the Chiefs play at the end of the first half where they didn't get three points? Oh, my. Did that put the bing? I mean, so there's so many different moments like that that teams will look back and go, that was the moment that we knew right. we had a chance to win this thing. I think, I, I, I think that... That Chiefs play at the end of the half and everything else that's at the bottom uh, of that uh, second half might be something that, you know, they'll be thinking about for years to come. No doubt. Kurt, you're the man. I will see you on Sunday, eight and a half hours, when Kurt will eventually say, I'm a Ram. Of course, I'm going to take that. (laughs)
See, Brock and laughs. He knows. He knows. But like a close you, you game, Kurt. Like a oh, lot of points. Like, what do you think on right. Sunday? I know you're going to be watching this for eight and a half hours. So, well, for sure. But I'm for trying sure. to get no, the um, information. You know what I, mean? some... I was trying to code it, but yeah, I'm just no, come I'm, I can't tell you right now. All right. I mean, he can't do it. I just can't he could, do it. but he would have to hurt you. you. And Kurt is not a man who would hurt you. <laughs> like 27, 24, would never hurt you. Something like that. I think it might be a little bit, a little bit wider than that. Oh. Rams hey, blowout, says Rams Kurt Warner. Blowout. Cam Jordan Don't put words in my mouth, Rich. Rams you can't do that on your show. Wow. Says Kurt. You got to wait yeah. for me to say it. Okay. Whoa. I'm sorry. Jeez. Oh, it's my show. I mean, <laughs> thanks for coming on it. It's your show, so you can give my prediction? Yes, Kurt Warner says. Yeah, that's how it works. You have your show, and we'll see how it works. <laughs> Blog.tivo.com uh, for everything that you uh, need to stream everything in one spot on a TiVo device. You got to do it. Good to see you, sir. You too, man. All right, that's Kurt Warner right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Don't go anywhere. We will set up our third hour in a moment. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices make sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Back here on the Rich Eisen Show with our terrestrial radio affiliate joining our streamers and um, and also our uh, satellite partners. This is it. It's a putt to win a tournament. You're standing right over your putt, and you're thinking you're going to win, and then all of a sudden your hat falls right over your eyes, and all of a sudden you're like, damn hat. Now, obviously you're going to miss the putt because your visibility is poor, and that's why NetSuite at Oracle wants to help improve your visibility for your business 
Got to see the full picture. You got to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. Take those spreadsheets, outdated finance software, and pitch it. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth because there's visibility and control over your financials, inventory, HR planning, budgeting, and more. NetSuite is everything you need to grow all in one place. That's why over 28,000 businesses already use NetSuite. For the new year, NetSuite is a new financing program for those ready to upgrade at netsuite.com slash rich. Head to netsuite.com slash rich for this special one-of-a-kind financing offer on the number one financial system for growing businesses, netsuite.com slash rich. Kyle in Florida has been hanging on forever and a day listening to all of our hopefully enjoyable for him interviews. How are you, Kyle? Hey, I'm doing great, Rich. Hey, big big fan of the show. Thanks, you buddy. the squad. Okay. That's in the biz. Okay. Uh, but yeah, before, um, before you just, go, go uh, ahead, Kyle. reading about that Gronk was saying about Joe Burrow coming, and uh, I was kind of really excited about this offseason. I wanted to know what you thought about us just getting to the Super Bowl or having to win it for a lot of good free agents to want to come play with uh, Joey Bags and the Bengals. Joey Bags. What do you yeah, think of that one, guys? I've heard Joe Joey Burr because he's got ice. I'm not mad. A caller called and said Joey Business, right? Right, Joe, Joe Shiesty. Joe Shiesty. Yeah. That's well, been. That, yeah, that I know. Just Joey Business, the guy that called on your show the other day. Yeah, right. But Joey, Joey Bags is not a. That's not I a bad. Joe Exotic. On, but yeah, they got that camaraderie. I think he just brings Joe that kind of silent confidence that. Uh, but, you know, he's he's cool, and I think everybody wants to play with him. So well, I'm kind Del, of excited about Del, Del Tufo, by the way, heard that Del Tufo heard the Joe Exotic nickname for the first time. That's been around yeah. literally oh, since the pandemic. Years. Yeah. But we haven't um, said it. It's okay. Though. It's all right. Uh, sorry, Kyle, <laughs> Kyle in Florida, I have to ask you, is your last name Trask? i got to ask you. No? No. Okay, very no, good. No, it's not. No, right. it's not. Well, I'm yeah, excited but, uh, for you, man. Bengals yeah, fans have no, been waiting I don't forever. Have to worry about that uh, question. No, my last name's Potter. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well done, Kyle. Thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. There you go. There's Kyle in Florida. Hey, Bengals fans. You just got to be psyched up. This is it. House money. House money. Period. End of story. But yeah. you want to get there and you want to win it. Yeah. I understand. Get yeah. it. Kyle also wondering, just like, what do you think about this, Rich? Like, is Cincinnati going to be now a free agent des- destination for guys Who wanting to play, play with, with Joe them, Burrow? Right? Yeah. yeah. Don't you think? Don't you think you, you want to play with them? I would think so. I don't know. What, what are they, you know. I don't know what their cap situation how about, how about is. this? If I'm free agent and um, on the line, you want to block for Joe Burrow? Yeah. You want to be the guy to help protect him? Yes. Sold. Sold on that. What, what do you need? What else do they need on the offense? Not much. And defensively, we'll see what they do um, this weekend. But if they do what they've done yeah, in Bengals the playoffs, a lot of cap space. Yeah, yeah, cap space. A lot of cap space go. going in the offseason. Yeah. Imagine. So. Here we go. Let's go. Um, home team, visiting team, your finance, your fantasy team, no matter who you root for, we're all on the same team when it comes to COVID-19. BioNTech and Pfizer remind you to please consider getting vaccinated. Speaking of Aaron Rodgers, what's going on uh, apparently at the golf tournament down in Arizona? There's something going oh, on with, with him. Because he's playing in the Waste Management Pro-Am, right? Yeah, so Wednesday. Total party down there, man. Total party. It's the one of the most hey, fun events on tour each year. The first Super Bowl we covered for the NFL Network down in Arizona, they put us in the hotel next door to that, that, that golf tournament. Yo. And, and that was going on at the same weekend as the Super Bowl. Wow. And it was insane. It was nuts. Fans everywhere for golf, not football. Golf. Yeah. Insanity. 
And, you know, we would be pulling up after a long day of work and Mickelson would be taking his bag out of the back, you know, and <laughs> checking in. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, it was what's going on with Aaron Rodgers? So Rodgers is, uh, is down there playing in the Pro-Am, like you said. He's teeing off. And uh, a lot of fans are yelling, come to Denver! Come to the Broncos! Mm-hmm. He kind of looked over and gave him a, we'll see. Oh, man. A quote, we'll see. A we'll see, huh? Really? Oh my gosh! A we'll see. Zach Stevens who Dude, covers the team. I don't uh, even a video. I don't even know what to make of that. <laughs> now we know Aaron. Like he's probably just having fun with them, maybe, or is that a little glimpse into what could be coming here in the next six weeks? <sighs> uh, John Robinson, the general manager of the Titans, who just got a contract extension along with Vrabel, but the Titans GM John Robinson saying. Ryan Tannehill is our quarterback. I don't know how many times I have to say it. And for me, if Aaron Rodgers is available, you got to keep saying it and say it in your mirror until you believe it. Even if you believe it deep down in your core. That how Ryan do you Tannehill not, still the quarterback. How do you yeah. not chase Aaron Rodgers and try and put him on that team right there? Yeah. And if Rodgers is saying, we'll see about the Denver Broncos, and he's in play, I'm all over it. I'm all over it. But why would he say that if this year is different? He's just having fun with these folks. I don't think yes. Just kind of tweaking. He knows. You have a he quarterback knows already, don't you? Like he just knows he someone's gonna different tweet ways it out. of saying that. Yeah, I don't know. You have a quarterback already, don't you? You know what I mean? Like so. But we also know that Aaron, especially based on this last year and our conversations, nothing he says is by accident. I know. Nothing he does is just for show. <sighs> There's a meaning behind everything. All right. Aaron Rodgers available. Russell Wilson, not really. Uh, but okay, right Deshaun team, Watson, a hundred percent available. Right, it's or but maybe not viable. Um, Brady, <sighs> <laughs> that would be the ultimate bonanza of quarterbacks. But he's not oh, going to be available. Brady, right, even no, if he wants Brady's to come not. back, he's that means he's, he's under contract. Correct, with the Bucks still. right? Jimmy he, G though available. Jimmy G will be on a different team. I think so. In 2022. Right. Oh, man. There's four. Who else? But the Packers have already said they want him back, and he's, you know, in like a sauna with, uh, do you see the uh, the Instagram? He's in a sauna with Bakhtiari. You know? <laughs> I mean, uh, it's it's on. Oh, it's on. The crazy season has begun, man. Oh, man. And Rodgers has come out and said he, he wants it all cleared up before free agency. Yeah, here we go. So That's in a month. We're going to know very soon. That's a month. New league year begins in a month. Oh, my God. Combine coming up in two-plus weeks. Aiden Hutchinson, your guy, Rich, said he's doing everything. Yeah, he said he's not going to shy away from a challenge, and that's because he's a grown-ass man who is a a number one overall pick. Pass up on him at your own peril, Jacksonville. Pass up on him. Albert Breer of Sports Illustrated is here in studio. He's coming up next. We'll talk to him about all of this stuff. And then uh, Jonathan Taylor. In studio, nice. I, uh, I've I've never met him in person, as you know. I'm I I love the kid. I would love talking with him, and now we're going to see him in person. And then there's more of your phone calls at eight four four two zero four. Rich coming up.